Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out of bad, see the broken head of bad, apple with a bad, I don't see the hanging around a bunch of bad, out of bad, tape, bad lot, bad dude, bad breath, bad it's bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell palatial right across the river and through the woods from where Granny just got re-upped with her gummy bears and a fresh bottle of JMO in New York City. The big apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shaking up stupid. Oh, my friend, they come around, flats of flats of party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs up down. What a mess, this tattered, tattered, my brain splattered all over Manhattan, Shadoopy, shake out. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with Carver High, Mafia, Joe Ranieri, running it from South FLA with all of that gorgeous. <laughs> uh, we almost didn't have a show today. I just wanted to let you know the inside skinny here. For some reason, everything, uh, all internet, everything was down until like one minute ago. I was soaking wet. And if you would have only been able to enjoy the crusty language that was going on here in the uh, penthouse suite high above Manhattan, the language was deplorable. I think I even heard my neighbor with the broom handle up on the ceiling with like a... One of those. Oh, I might have moved my hand too quick again. Sorry about that. I've got to remember I have to do molasses broadcasts here. Uh, Here we go. I got a lot going on. Rick Harrell will join us in a few minutes. It is a very exciting day. Julio Cesar Chavez, 58 today. Paul Silas, 77. Brock Lesnar, 43. And your boy, LaShawn McCoy, Carver High, turning 32. So all that's happening. We'll do our sports business report here in the first hour today with Haro from Harvard and get all that rocking. LeBron believes the bubble is as safe uh, as it can possibly be. He won't wear any of the approved slogans on the back of his jersey. He's going to go with his name. I think uh, AD is going to do the same thing. We'll hear from AD. JJ Reddick shotgunning beers, having fun in the bubble. I like seeing that. Myers Leonard also did it. Who drank the brew faster? We'll determine that today on Coast to Coast. Getting a lot accomplished on the program today, seeing who drinks beer faster. Can't wait for sports to return full glory, huh? Westbrook test positive for the Hanta before the team left Orlando. No wonder he's not there. And I thought it was just because he's a prima donna. Harden isn't there. So I'll say he's a prima donna. Rockets forward, Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Who? Who, is, who is that, Carver? <laughs> he broke uh, the, the rules in the bubble, and he has been sent to quarantine, prison, lockdown. No soup for you. Uh, Kawhi's in quarantine after his Orlando arrival. His quarantine's a little different than Bruno's, though. Uh, Kawhi's in the $50 billion quarantine. Bruno's in a cold room with painted walls. Uh, 
Uh, Noah, your boy Joe Keen, Noah, not taking this opportunity for granted. That's because his game is so broke ass. <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell says you have to be ready to go when it's time to play. Okay, Spider, whatever. NBA players uh, were originally arriving to games uh, in uniform. That was the plan. The NBA has changed their mind after all of the players gave your boy Silver the business. Your boy Woj has been suspended without pay for two weeks by ESPN after his email to a senator in which he told the senator to Pharrell you. I like that guy a lot better now than I ever did. I always thought he was just a dorky nerd. Now I know he's got a foul mouth and he probably likes sipping on martinis. Uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on a Monday. I'm Pharrell. Don't forget about Sports Grid Radio overnights. Pharrell on the bench, 1 a.m. Sports Rage, 3 a.m. Bagels Bad Beats with Wetzel, 5 a.m. Mike Woodson had a second interview with the uh, Knicks. Will it even matter? Uh, is Tibbs getting a job? What are they waiting for? The second coming? Uh, Steph Curry and Charles Barkley going to have a race and sports special tonight on television. That's Barkley's. 13th race special since last month. He has one every other day, for Christ's sakes. Sideline cancer sends home overseas elite on a buzzer beater bomb from 30 feet out of a high screen. He let one fly and said, hello, mama. Now you're playing for a millones. We got your fan question. Mafia on Fight Island's activities at 251. Usman, a winner. Volkanovsky got the win in a jobber by the judges. And, of course, Jan, a winner, and my girl, Thug Rose, with her hematoma eye. I love that girl. I think she's a badass. I think she's my favorite fighter. George Kurtz will join us in the second hour from Football Full Circle. We'll talk about the Washington Redskins getting rid of their nickname finally after decades of fighting the Native Americans in the Navajo Nation. They finally get rid of Redskins today. And a trademark squatter has all of the nicknames uh, that he owns. Now they're going to have to buy it from him unless they come up with a better name. We'll talk NFL, mouth shields, refs, NFL bracing for a rash of positive tests. We'll talk Dak, A.J. Green, Shaq Barrett, Chiefs, Chris Jones, uh, Michael Bidwell, cards owner, got out of the hospital. We'll talk about that. Uh, Araldis Chapman has the Hanta. Uh, Clint Frazier, we'll hear from him. Baseball, we're going to hear from Lester, Kevin Cash. Uh, we're going to talk about everything, including NHL, training camps. 43 players have tested positive for the COVID. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Uh, 
coast to coast on a Monday. Carver, hi. Let's take it away. We got to uh, get Haro on the show here, and we're dealing with some issues. So let's just uh, rock and roll until we get him. Yeah, we can get rock and roll till then. How about Russell Westbrook, Scotty? We were all wondering last week why him and James Harden were going to take so long to join everybody down in Orlando. Well, Russell's got a pretty good reason. He had the COVID before everybody went down to Orlando. That is why he stayed behind. He's feeling good, thinks that he'll be able to get down there by the end of the week. So that's good news for the Rockets. So, I mean, uh, I wonder what the deal is with Harden then. Do you think he's got it too? If uh, if he's not showing up either, like what players aren't in Orlando already besides like no one? There's like literally every player in the league is in Orlando. Why is this guy not there? I mean, I'm starting to guess he has it too. If he's not there, why would a guy not show up? For what reason can you give me? Like, what is he just taking his sweet ass time? He just doesn't feel like going down. He's too good for everybody. He's he's the man. Uh, he shoots 65 times a night and never passes the ball. Uh, what is it? Why is he not there? It, now we know why Westbrook isn't there. Why is Harden not there? It's very possible that you're right, and it's then he might have it too. Uh, Russell kind of, you know, he divulged that today. He put out the statement, his tweet, his Instagram, whatever it was, saying that I had it. That's why I'm not there because the team's not going to do it. This is you look around all these leagues now; they're not divulging that information. They're not going to go out and say player X, Y, and Z has COVID. The player itself, if he want to announce it like Russell Westbrook did today, then they can do that. It's possible that Harden does, and he just hasn't said anything yet. We'll find out soon because other than Harden now, I think everybody, like you said, is pretty much president accounted for, right? I mean, we've got everybody else down there. Russell and and Harden were the two we were kind of waiting on. We know what Westbrook's excuse was now, so now we just kind of wait on Harden. Well, look, I'm not at all in favor of the, the silent treatment for any sport in any league, in any level, whether it's college or pros uh, with this whole let's keep it from the media and the public the amount of uh, tests that come up positive for COVID. Uh, What could be worse than all the lies and secrecy when someone's walking around a pandemic in the world with COVID and no one knows because you don't want them to know because you're so famous no no one's gonna know that i'm sick well then everyone else is gonna get sick because they don't know either what do you just tell your teammates listen um i just want to tell you i have the hanta but don't tell anyone because i i don't want everyone else in the room to get sick but just don't say anything i just want you to know i've been i've been on a ventilator for six days but don't say anything because i'm hugely successful and famous and i'm very special and i don't want anyone in the public to know that i am so much better than them i'm like jesus I just don't understand that at all. What is going on? Like, admit who is sick so we all know to stay the Pharrell away from them. How's that for an idea? Everyone wear masks. Can we not bring the guy in with the secrecy hanta, the guy with the COVID that doesn't want anyone to know that he's sick? Can we can we stop with all the nonsense? We're not releasing names. Why not? It should be a law now at this point. Everyone should know when someone is sick. And all these morons that go to COVID parties, I mean, you're all a bunch of idiots. I hope you all get sick and rot with it. And I mean it. And you can quote me on that. Anyone that goes to a party thinking they're cute and clever, that they're going to go to a COVID party and have fun and and, and roll the dice with this disease, uh, have fun with that, you stupid idiot. Let's bring in Rick Haro now and exchange pleasantries with him. Uh, Rick, uh, good to see you from Harvard, our sports business and legal insider. Do you think that leagues should be hiding COVID test results and that players should be allowed to keep secret the fact that they have it or not? No, you know, that's a very interesting comment because uh, if they want to go rehabilitate on their own, and they don't want anybody to know sooner or later they're going to find out because, hey, where's Russell Westbrook, for example? Well, he's not here. Well, why isn't he here? Well, he's sick. Obviously, people are going to find out about it. And the only way you don't is if you go back to work thinking nothing is wrong. But you can't do that because you're a spreader, potentially, 
even if you don't have symptoms yourself, if you're positive. So, yeah, I also wouldn't want, you know, names publicly released every day. I mean, I, I don't want the newspapers to have a roll call saying here are the people who are sick in addition to the people who are, you know, going on ventilators and going to the hospitals. We have enough of those box scores. I don't want that to be known. But if you're a celebrity, obviously you can't go hiding around saying don't disclose my name if you're still around and spreading. Listen, if you're playing in a sport, whether it's college or pros in this country and you're in a league or in the NCAA or or in the NFL or baseball, NHL, NBA, Premier League, I don't care where you are. If you're playing a professional sport and being paid millions to do it and you're walking around with COVID secretly and not admitting that you have it or teams are hiding that fact, that is flat out idiocy and dangerous that is bad business you will never sell me that and you're 10 times smarter than me and i'm not that dumb that you should be allowed to hide those results that's a bunch of bs inject swearing here two two inject swearing here two things about that one is hiding the results as opposed to publicizing it Uh, that's not the thing you agree with me on the thing i agree with you on is if you're walking around and you're having it, and you're not quarantining, that is irresponsible and disrespectful. Totally agree. Yeah, there you go. All right, the NHL and its Players Association return to play and agree on their new CBA. What details do you have for us, Rick, today? Well, the details of that are the East goes to Toronto, the West goes to Edmonton. It's through 2026. And I find it ironic that Don Fear and Gary Bettman, who are known not to like each other, have gotten together and said, hey, for the good of the game, I don't know who took advantage of who, but we've had the deal on our plate for years. So let's just continue it. And then they begin their return to play the playoffs or whatever they're calling the road to the Stanley Cup on August 1. And again, they're doing as much as they can with what they can control, which means if the spike doesn't kill us all as far as comeback, they're ready to begin the season. And in an environment of labor, uh, labor peace. Are you hearing that Major League Baseball, by the way? Well, I think it's great that they're uh, good to go till uh, 2026 now. I think that is very smart. Explain something to me. You're in Florida. Whose bright idea was it to open that Disney World up again? Like, I want to know what moron came up with that idea in a state that's got people dropping like flies and people are sicker. I mean, it is out of control in Florida. And I can't even believe that that uh, amusement park is open. I, now, I get the bubble. I get the MLS and NBA. But I do not get letting the public go to Disney World to ride teacups. That makes no sense to me at all. You're asking to get sick. Yeah, well, there are a lot of people that feel that way, but there are also a lot of people who understood the uh, protocol that was done in Shanghai, which was a month ago, that was opened successfully. And so they're taking the same kind of steps. Now, six feet social distancing when you're in a line is different than six feet when you're crowding into an exhibit. And so if I'm talking about opening, I'd rather not talk about who's stupid or who's not. It's Disney's idea, and clearly they're a public company, and if it's wrong, they're going to get penalized about it. What I do care about is that they better enforce everybody wearing a mask, which I think is the rule there, and also the social distancing, not when you're crowding into a line to get on Epcot. That doesn't help anybody. Yeah, listen, I just wanted to say as well that I do like talking about stupid people. I just wanted to say that here before. <laughs> no, you, you've had, listen, you've had years of expertise doing it. Let's just put it that way. I think that we can have all kinds of fun and entertainment value can come from that kind of conversation uh, for sure. All right, when we come back, we got a lot to talk about with Rick Haro, including uh, the golf at Muirfield and, frankly, the golf altogether. The PGA has decided uh, no fans for the remainder of their season. The remainder of the year in golf, there'll be no fans. But there was some great golf at Mirafield. They'll be playing there again this week with Tiger Woods on hand to play for the first time in forever. We're talking to Rick Harrow on Coast to Coast. Watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and betting update. You want the capping edge, get on the grid. The Washington Redskins are no more. The club announcing today that will officially be retiring its team name, which has been in use from the club's ascension back in 1932. They're now the fifth franchise to change their name while remaining in the same city. Washington owner Dan Snyder and head coach Ron Rivera will be working closely to develop a new name and design prior to the 2020 season. The new name won't be revealed immediately as trademarks are still pending. Mouthguard designed to minimize the spread of COVID-19 will be delivered to NFL teams next week. There's no requirement for players to wear face shields yet, but safety protocol negotiations between the league and players union, they do continue. The NFL's medical experts are in support of using the equipment. NFL training camp slated to open up in late July. Houston Rockets star point guard Russell Westbrook says he's tested positive for COVID-19, but Westbrook says he feels fine. He's in quarantine and will join his teammates when he's cleared to play. Rockets forward Bruno Caboclo uh, inadvertently broke quarantine and now will be restricted to his hotel room for an additional eight days. The Rockets open up against the Dallas Mavericks on July 31st. The Greek freak star of the Milwaukee Bucks will wear equality on his jersey during the NBA restart. Bad news for the Lakers guard Ray John Rondo expected to miss six to eight weeks with a fractured right thumb. He suffered the injury during practice on Sunday. The Lakers backcourt already missing Avery Bradley. Manchester City are free to play Champions League football next season after Court of Arbitration for Sport lifted the two-season ban from the European competition imposed by FIFA. An initial fine of $30 million was reduced to $10 million on appeal. City were accused of deliberately inflating the value of income from sponsors with links to the Abu Dhabi United Group, also owned by Sheikh Mansour, to avoid falling foul of fair financial play rules back from 2012 to 2016. We got live EPL action. Manchester United and Southampton. Lots of goals here. Hope you got the over. Man U leads 2-1 to one in the 60 third minute MLS DC United was down to 10 men they scored a late goal to tie things up with TFC to do the final two more games tonight eight o'clock Eastern five Pacific LAFC versus Houston LAFC to win minus 150 Houston plus 300 draw plus 310 the total three and a half minus 142 on FanDuel late match 10 30 p.m. 7 30 Pacific LA Galaxy plus 140 to win Portland plus 150 the draw plus 260 total three and a half there the Patriot League won't have any false sports due to the corner of uh, the global COVID-19 pandemic. In baseball, St. Louis Cards reliever Jordan Hicks has opted out for the 2020 season due to a pre-existing health condition. He has type 1 diabetes and will be paid for the 2020 season. Hicks becomes the 13th major leaguer to sit out, joining stars Buster Posey, David Price, and Michael Kopech. NHL, the Minnesota Wild have hired Dean Evison as their fifth-time head coach in history. Brian Little of the Winnipeg Jets will opt out. The NHL recording 43 positive tests, and the Pittsburgh Penguins sidelining nine players for training camp due to COVID-19. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your update. Now back to Scotty Farrell with Rick Haro. All right, Cam, great stuff. We'll catch up with you again uh, next hour. Cam Stewart in Toronto, everybody. All right, we have Rick Haro on uh, Mondays per usual, and we got a lot to discuss. Uh, so this is a huge week. Uh, I guess every week is is big, and especially for uh, college sports because they are facing an elimination game themselves because – we saw what happened at the tail end of last week where all these conferences started saying conference-only games, Rick. Today, the Patriot League said no. Uh, there's not going to be any fall sports. We've already had the Ivy League. We've already had the Pac-12. We've already had the Big Ten. I mean, I just don't think it's going to stop. I think they're all going to make that decision. I'm surprised the uh, SEC and Big 12 haven't done that today. Well, here's what they're starting with. They're starting with a full schedule, then they're slowly compressing. You know, first you say, let's cut the number of weeks for practice. Then you say, let's cut the pigeon weeks where you, uh, you know, line up the odds plus 30s. Then you say, let's keep the conference schedule. What about the playoffs? It is ironic. A lot of people are talking about maybe November, December, a 16-team playoff at the end of Division One, which would be interesting. I say, let's get through the season first. It may be we have none. Yeah, that's a little uh, fancy for me to start planning a 16-team tournament when we've been arguing about a four-team playoff for the last several years. Then there's uh, talk of, all right, how about eight teams then? How about 12 like the NFL? How about 16? Now the world's in a pandemic and they're ready to have a 16-team tournament. Uh, That makes no sense to me. I think they should worry about losing their entire season because they're on the brink of that right now. 
Yeah, let me tell you what they're worried about. And the same thing the NBA is worried about with how about a 22-team playoff? What about that? They're worried about TV money. And so maybe it's a one-time only. Maybe it's a one-time only that everybody likes. Maybe the universal DH in baseball is a one-time only that, hey, we like it. How about starting runners on second base in the 10th inning? Hey, we like it. I'm not saying it's going to work. All I'm saying is it is time to try some really creative ideas during a pandemic. Listen, I just noticed what has happened to you. Uh, you had you had shaved the beard. You had gotten rid of the Chris Kringle look, and now you're bringing it back. When did that whole renaissance begin? I didn't have time today, by the way. I already get yelled at from you for being three minutes late. I could have shaved, but the bottom line is I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. All right, maybe next week. It's part of the mystery. So, what do you think, on or off? Yes or no? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought you looked really good last week in your uh, funeral attire, the black suit and no beard. I, I thought you looked fantastic. What did you think of the uh, Muirfield golf? How about that uh, Miracama, that putt he made after a 50-foot Drano by Thomas on the playoff hole? I haven't seen a putt that pressurized in a long time. Isn't that very cool? And the bottom line was crowds, no crowds. I know Jack is... Uh, Nicholas is unhappy because he wanted his memorial to have crowds of the first one of the year. PGA Tour, uh, Tour now nixing that idea. Uh, I understand all of that, and we all do. But the uh, first tournament at Memorial, an exciting tournament, and nobody's talking about how no crowds or crowds. And again, it is really fun to watch golf this year. The only crowd event that would have mattered, probably Ryder Cup, and that's already gone until 2021. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, but Tiger's back this week. That's all that matters. Uh, and they're playing in the same place. So I think it'll be even more exciting. I thought the, uh, the I'm just being honest. I thought the names and the leaderboard for this tournament was very stale. But I thought the golf was fantastic. So that bodes well for the future of the PGA. Bunch of guys I've never heard of playing their asses off and a great finish. And it wasn't the same people winning new names, getting better and better. I think is good for the sport. What did you think of the Redskins uh, finally getting rid of their nickname today? Hey, easy decision. Uh, Forbes says they're $3.4 billion of, uh, of net worth. The value, brand value, 281. Now remember that number because Fred Smith and FedEx are paying $8 million a year to name FedEx Field, $205 million total. They, Pepsi, Nike, Bank of America, they get together and say, hey, we don't want this anymore. We're going to put together a limited partnership group and try to buy you out, but we're going to choke you first because we're not going to give you sponsorship money if you continue to do this. He had no choice. First time since 1933 when this name happened. So we have 87, 88 years, and maybe we're going to have Red Tails, Red Hawks. Who knows what the name is, but the bottom line is it's the start. The Blackhawks, the Indians, the Braves, and 2,200 high school teams all have some decisions to make. I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, to me. It, it, it really is. It truly is. I, I actually think uh, I understand that argument about the Washington Redskins. I think it is offensive. I've been arguing it for years on shows going all the way back to uh, my days in Los Angeles. Uh, as I've told the story on this show that I went on Johnny Cochran's show and argued with the Native American um, tribal head about that they'll never change the name of that team over that guy's dead body from the day he bought it. It was like he was doing it to spite him. But I think it's amazing that it's happened. Although I, I, I don't understand, like, uh, I think there's a little bit of an overreaction to every single high school and every single team yeah. that's got a nickname that you have to change it now, I think is a little uh, overcooked. I I'm sorry. I don't think that needs to happen. Well, I know we don't have a lot of time, but let me just say this very quickly. The Braves and the Indians have had very specific, significant dialogue with their respective Native American consultants and opinion leaders for years. So Chief Wahoo is gone. Now you got the C. That was an offensive mascot, not necessarily an offensive name. What about the Tomahawk Chalk, a chop at FSU and the Braves? Maybe offensive, but not necessarily the Braves. So I don't think we need to change everything, but I do think we need to continue the open dialogue. I know a school that is changing their name from Cowboys. I'm like, what's so offensive about that? I, I just don't understand that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. That's an overreaction. But a lot, of, a lot of this is overreaction, and a lot of it is discourse that is going a little too far. Frankly, I'd rather have the discussion 
where some people take it too far than not have the discussion at all. What's the deal with NASCAR? Now they're uh, worried about paint jobs on the cars. Well, but here's the thing. There's a paint job on a car coming up saying Trump 2020. There's a paint job on a car with Black Lives Matter. And I get their point, which is it's racing. It's not politics. On the one hand, if sponsors pay for it, you ought to be able to do whatever you want to do. On the other hand, the more you have these kind of messages, it distracts from the racing in an environment that's pretty highly charged anyway. So uh, Mahomes was out in Tahoe playing. I actually had a guy come on my show on Friday and try to tell me that uh, they were going to pay Mahomes for the for his life, like that uh, they'll they'll defer the money for the rest of his life until he's 90 years old and that he will win six Super Bowls. And I, I just want to ask you, you're the money guy. There is no way in hell that they are deferring all of that 500 million or 477 million, whatever it is, for anywhere past, in my opinion, that 12 years. The 10 year deal, they had two left. They're going to pay him this money every year until that uh, contract's paid off. There's no way Lee Steinberg set up a contract that's going to pay him. Uh, the guy referenced Bobby Bonilla. They don't do NFL deals like Bobby Bonilla. No, no. And, and frankly, there are salary cap implications to all of that. The guarantee in football is a little bit different, obviously, because baseball, effectively every contract gets guaranteed. This one also has a $150 million insurance kicker. We don't still don't know yet whether the team or, or Lee Steinberg slash uh, the Mahomes uh, camp pays for the premium on the insurance policy. But you can be sure uh, Mahomes is going to get his money before he's 90 years old. Uh, Lee Steinberg, I know him very well. And I'm not sure it's a victory if you defer all that money out. You know, Lillard is getting 49 million and Garrett Holt Cole at 36, Connor McDavid at 12, the highest year salaries. But the value of Mahomes' contract is the amount of it that is guaranteed, which is almost as much as a small country. I mean, the, the insurance money alone is if anything happens to them. But like the guarantees on the money is almost every year. There's a guarantee on each year. That money is going to be paid every year. There's not going to be any. You know what? Why don't you go out and win us a Super Bowl and we'll pay you when you're 80 years old? That is not happening. I'm arguing with some guy about this and I'm going, what is happening here? What is happening here? Now, now let me move on. I got to move on. Did, did Tell me about the one to stop stupid conversations. Hang up with the guy. We don't but, have time. But that, but that's very important. That stuff. Uh, let me ask you this: Is the MLS tournament working in Orlando? What's going on with the MLS and all their monies and everything that they're trying to accomplish? Fifty percent of what they would have had otherwise. But here's the mantra: fifty percent more than if you don't have the season. They've had a couple of games postponed. They've had some people test positive. The bubble has been working by and large. It's kind of interesting. The games are starting at 9 a.m., 8 p.m., and 10:30 p.m. to avoid the Orlando heat, and they're having windows of soccer fans that they wouldn't have had otherwise. So they're doing a good job. So is sports betting the answer to cure some of these states' financial ills? Well, you and I both know that's the key to what we're talking about here and every day. And the states that were given the green light to do it after the Supreme Court said yes are finding a very significant amount of money. Is it the panacea? No. But it's 30 to $40 million, according to the Ohio Budget Committee, for this year and next year. Now, there's a deficit in Ohio of $2.4 Nobody said that gambling is going to solve every bit of the deficit. People are saying in some cases it's schools, it's roads, it's infrastructure, and it's to keep money in a state where otherwise money may have gone across state to casinos that were there. So it depends on your perspective. Most states are finding it successful. All right, Rick, uh, we'll see you tonight on Pharrell and Avenge, and we'll get into all the rest of the big topics in sports business uh, on the radio show and our top tech and our uh, top uh, sports guys of the week. So we'll get into all that tonight. I got to run. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm leaving you alone. I'm going to go shave. All right, thank you. That would be a great idea. You, you know, these constant changes with your facial appearances. Getting frustrating. It's Pharrell on a bench, uh, late night on the radio. Don't forget to join us then.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Pharrell back on uh, Coast to Coast. And uh, we just had Rick Harrow on. As I was saying before, uh, our radio affiliates are listening. We'll be on Sports Grid Radio overnights tonight. Uh, you can hear Pharrell on the bench at 1 a.m., uh, Sports Rage 3 a.m., Bagels Bad Beats 5 a.m. And uh, we'll have Haro on tonight. We'll get into all the other stuff that we didn't get into today because we spend so much time talking about his ugly beard. All right, Carver High, how are you doing today? Good. I got to work on my beard too. I've let it go a little bit long. I'm like, Rick, I, I, I went back to zero and now I've started up again. So we need to do something about that at some point this week. We'll get back to the NBA. Now LeBron spoke for the first time over the weekend since he's been in the bubble, Scotty, he says that everything looks as safe as it could possibly be. He also had something to, to say about all those approved slogans for the back of the jerseys that the players have the option to wear. He will not be wearing one. Here's LeBron saying why he is not. No disrespect to the list that was handed out to all the players. Um, I commend anyone that decides to put something on the back of their jersey. Um, you know, it's just something that um, didn't really, you know, seriously resonate with my mission, um, with my goal. Um, I would have loved to have um, a say-so on what, went, what would have went on the back of my jersey. I had a couple of things in mind, but I wasn't a part of that process, which is okay. I'm absolutely okay with that. So um, what I will continue to do, um, you know, off the floor and when I'm talking to you guys and when I'm, you know, everything that I do um, ha- has a purpose, it has a meaning. So um, I-, I don't need to have something on the back of my jersey for people to understand my mission or know what I'm about and what I'm here to do. So, um, but I commend everybody and I respect everybody that decided to put something on the back of their jersey. I think that's great. And also respect anyone that didn't. Uh, so that shirt he was wearing right there, I have that shirt. I got that shirt at uh, a Brooklyn Nets game. I love that shirt. I think that uh, shirt he was wearing says it all about uh, Black Lives Matter. And I've been wearing that shirt, I think, Carver High, for a couple of years. You remember uh, seeing me in that shirt at uh, CBS. I know that. And I still wear it to this day. And I respect uh Everything that it says on that shirt, it's just a fantastic uh, shirt, and it gets everyone's attention, believe me you. I'm not worried about all the slogans that they're going to be wearing on the backs of their jerseys. Uh, I get the movement. I'm all for it. I want to watch basketball. You know, I really – I've had so much of COVID and a a protest and everything else. I just want to see some basketball. Would that be all right if I just, you know, bet on some basketball games? Would that be okay with everybody? Because I know how – sensitive everybody is these days about everything you say and do and how you look and everything else what color your skin is what your team nickname is what your high school name is i can't even take it anymore honest to god before we get into this weekend's edition of life in the bubble uh more laker news rondo breaks his hand at practice scotty so that's going to be a problem they're not gonna have rondo now i know that they still have their main guys but Rondo was a guy, especially come playoff time, that can give you some good minutes, no? Uh, without a doubt. And, in fact, I think he is a main guy on that uh, team. He is the true point. And they could live without Avery Bradley's uh, game. I, I like Avery's D, no doubt. 
Uh, I've told you before, I'm not a big fan of him shooting. I know he shoots uh, the highest three-point on the team. That's because he shoots the fewest amount of threes. Uh, people are, I think, fooled by that. He is not a pure shooter. Rondo is not a pure shooter either, but he is a bucket maker. He is a great ball handler, and he's got great vision, and he makes buckets happen left and right with LeBron and AD. He uh, facilitates more points than anyone on that team. I think that the Rondo injury is a significant blow to the Lakers chances Uh, and he was looking absolutely shredded ripped and in great shape he looked phenomenal and had been working his ass off to get ready to play I feel terrible for Rondo what a horrible injury uh, at the bubble to break his thumb like that he's finished yeah you never know if they go deep enough Scotty maybe they can get him back by uh, mid to late September for the last round or two who knows we'll see what happens with Rondo Anthony Davis he spoke about life in the bubble as we'll hit a couple of these guys now and he says he has not done much of anything so far Scotty here's what Anthony Davis has been up to in the bubble down in Orlando no I haven't enjoyed any amenities yet Um, I don't think they're some are open some aren't yet but um I haven't been doing much. I've been in the room playing video games with other guys on the team. Um, everybody brought their gaming system, so we're kind of online just playing against each other or um, being teammates. So um, there's not much that we've done. Today is actually our first day that we stepped foot out of the hotel, uh, and we all realized how hot Orlando is. But, you know, I think for the most part, you know, guys are just, you know, sitting back in their rooms and just, you know, getting, enjoying that, that me time and uh, playing video games. Well, isn't that productive? It sounds like my kids. Uh, that's all they do is play video games. Uh, and I, I'm out playing basketball seven days a week, just absolutely uh, killing myself playing ball. And I got these two little punks. All they do is play video games and don't work on their game. And that's why I swat their stuff up into the stands when I play against them, son. And your boy AD's playing video games. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's so hot in Orlando. It must be rough for you with all that money you make. Maybe go down to the lobby and grab an orange or something. <laughs> Maybe go for a walk at night. He sounds like a freak, bro. Leave the room a little. He was, you know, he's one of the few guys, it looks like. I understand that he's spending his entire time in his room playing video games, but I did see a lot of guys fishing. It was basically an episode of Bassmasters over the weekend. I saw Ben Simmons, Kylo Quinn, a whole bunch of other guys with these huge fish that they were catching out on the lake. There was a bunch of guys playing golf as well. There was guys at the pool. One of those guys whose golf game got shortened up was J.J. Redick. So he only got 14 holes in. So after that, he decided he was going to have a little fun another way, Scotty. So here's J.J. Redick and what he was enjoying himself on a Sunday afternoon down in the Orlando bubble. Here's J.J. Let's take a look at this clip. Here we go. in the pool here. Look at J.J. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Here's J.J. Redick. No, that's nothing compared to the other guy. No, that's nothing. So he shotguns that beer. So then Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat decided he wanted to get in on the fun as well. He put out a a tweet that he wanted a certain amount of retweets. He didn't hit the mark, but he said, forget it. I'm going to do it anyway. So here's your boy, Myers Leonard. This is it. Here we go. You can see there. 12 hours. Everybody. Here we go. Oh, look at him. Crack it open. <laughs> oh, that was a done deal. This is this is exactly I mean, what you want to see. This is what you want to see from your players in the quarantine, right? They're in the bubble and they're finding things to do. I think, and look, uh, that is a terrific response. A three-second uh, beer chug. Uh, that is very impressive. But really what I want to see, since there's no, uh, no drug tests, I want to see a couple of them smoking a fat blunt. That's what I want to see. Maybe out on the uh, the terrace, working a big hoagie. That's really what I want to see. I care less about drinking a beer. We can all do that. Just remember, that's only the first weekend. All those highlights. Uh, we've got a couple. We've got a couple months to go. So you might get your wish for all that footage that you're looking for down in Orlando. By the time we're done with this, Kawhi finally showed up for the Clippers. He is down in Orlando now. He is currently quarantining in the bubble. They'll have him at practice very soon. And now his new teammate, Joakim Noah says that he's not taking his opportunity with the Clippers for granted. He's back in the NBA. Let's hear from Noah, Scotty. 
In September, I, I, I had a freak accident and cut my Achilles. You know, I told myself that that's just not how I wanted to end my career. So, you know, the day after the surgery, I was, I was in the gym working out with the, the hope of, of making this team, you know. And um, I kept, I knew that if I didn't keep training and if I got a call from the Clippers and I wasn't ready, I knew I would have regrets for the rest of my life. So I kept training and to be in this position right now, I, I, I feel very fortunate to be in this position. Um, being with God, great players, being in a position to, to, to win a championship, uh, it's not something that I take for granted. I mean, let's see if he can play. I mean, uh, that's all great, fine and dandy that he is, uh, you know, rehabbing and had surgery and busted his ass and worked out and everything else. But, I mean, the bottom line is, is the last uh, couple of years that he played, he was just flat out terrible. So, I mean, just absolutely atrocious. He should be playing in some washed rec league. I mean, honestly, his game was uh, complete garbage. So, let's see what he does. I mean, he needs to bang and get rebounds. That's it. And do nothing else. Just absolutely maul the boards and kick the ball out and run. That's it. Because you have no other valuable skills at all. Some heartfelt words from a guy who's not going to get any burn when they actually start playing some games right there from Joachim Noah. Let's go to the Jazz now. Donovan Mitchell, he says that you got to be ready to go when it's time to play. There's not a lot of time here. Let's get cooking. Here's Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz. I mean, honestly, it's just like, for me, it's like AAU, really. You know, you kind of, except for the quarantine part, but it's been like AAU. I've been just for relaxing, you know, studying film and just making sure I can try and eat as good as, eat as well as I possibly can um, as far as, you know, nutrition, because, you know, there's temptation to have snacks for sure. Uh, but getting right back into it, it's just like, you know, you know, you could take three years off. You want to, the coach tells you to go out there and play. We, we're ready to go. And I think guys have been really locked in, ready, ready, and really focused on that aspect. I think it's been pretty good. What, what did he just say? You could take three years off and, and go play? I, I don't even know what that means. Uh, now, I get it. He's got to eat right and take care of himself. I think they all do. And uh, obviously, J.J. Redick and Myers Leonard are doing a great job of that. I think, you know, taking care of themselves by chugging beer. Yeah, they're they're doing the best job so far. So what I'm concerned, I've seen them be the most nutritious out of anybody in the bubble. Right. I've seen a bunch of guys eat. I saw Dwight Howard's meal last night. He enjoyed it. I think that the stuff at the beginning about the meals was super overrated. I think that you were just looking at one or two knuckleheads who just uh you know are better thans, and now you've got the majority of the guys down there right now, and you're not going to hear so much about the food anymore. Uh, complaining about that when the the originally uh, the NBA was going to make these guys show up in their uniform, Scotty, right to where the they are going to be playing at the wide world of sports today. The NBA has changed that now. They will let the players wear whatever they want to the locker room at the arena. So that was a uh, big point of uh, they were really upset about that. NBA goes around and changes it. Good for them. How ridiculous is this? The the slogans on the back of jerseys, then they're telling them what to wear. And it's like, uh, it's almost, uh, it's like the NFL coming up with all their stupid rules. Uh, and just stop. I mean, these guys are multimillionaire professional athletes. They're not going to listen to these crusty old white guys with all their rules. The more you give them rules, the more they're going to break them. We talked Friday about Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN's Pharrell U email that he sent to that Missouri senator. We said that he was going to be in a little bit of trouble. He apologized. Well, allegedly, Scotty, he'll get a two-week suspension with no pay. And sure enough, he'll be back right before the games start there in the last week of July. I actually, yeah, he'll be there just in time to be, as usual, the best NBA reporter there is. Uh, so the bottom line is uh, I actually think uh, they need him more than he needs them. I think he's a lot better reporter than uh, anyone at ESPN in basketball, frankly. Uh, the only guy, uh, I mean, that guy's a story breaker. Uh, I think the other guy, Smith, who who wrote about the NBA for 20 years or whatever that's on all the debate shows now, they're high-priced talent. He just screams and yells at people and tells everyone he's smarter than them. Wojnarowski actually breaks stories, and the other guy's just a screamer, and you can quote me on that. 
Mike Woodson gets his second interview with the Knicks. I don't know why. I don't see how he would get that job. Steph Curry and Charles Barkley are going to discuss race and sports in another TV special. And, Scotty, I know you watched Sideline Cancer send home overseas elite and Joe Johnson in the TBT semis. They will play the Marquette team in the finals tomorrow. Yeah, nice job by ESPN sucking up to Joe Johnson for the entire tournament. Meanwhile, all these other players uh, schooled him. What a great upset win. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, my God, man, you just bit it hard on a last-second corner kick in extra time. Southampton scored on the corner. It flew over everyone's head, and one defender back. They, uh, Manuel was playing with 10 guys because of an injury to Williams, and Southampton got the corner. One guy trolled behind the pack and got his leg on it and scored and tied the game at two at Old Trafford. What a meltdown by Man U. They were up 2-0 in this game, and this game's going to end 2-2. They're still letting them play for another minute, minute and a half. But it was supposed to be five minutes of extra time. They're already at the uh, three minutes past that. They played eight minutes. So you think the Rebel blow his whistle any day now. The game should be over at 2-2. But what a finish at Old Trafford. And your boy Carver High said, what a shame. <laughs> oh, what a shame. <laughs> Just unlucky, as they like to say. Just unlucky. <laughs> All right, where oh, are we wow. going here? Let's start. Oh, we're going to do the uh, UFC with Mavi. Let's bring him in. My fault. I got excited on the goal by Southampton there. Uh, Mafia, uh, let's do it. Uh, let's talk about Fight Island and 251. Usman uh, got it done, defended his uh, belt. In a unanimous decision uh, over Masvidal, the fight was incredible. Uh, I guess uh, the buildup to it was bigger than the fight, to be honest with you. I thought that the uh, they said it was the number one uh, fight in terms of fan interest. I heard Dana White talking about, uh, you know, they sold more merchandise for this uh, card in Abu Dhabi than any uh, than the entire 2019 season. All of their merchandise in one fight, one card, this card, 251, was the highest selling uh, shirts, merchandise for any buildup. So people were jacked up for these three title fights. Everybody was excited. Everybody was lit. Everybody couldn't wait. I was ready. We were all jonesing to watch it. And then what happens? Uh, it didn't uh, live up to it. Bottom line, Usman kicked his ass. And then the other thing was... Uh, they screwed uh, Max Holloway. Uh, the judges gave Volkanovski the win, and he shouldn't have won the fight. Do we have Mafia? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.